Welcome to a brand new season of the Prayers of Rest podcast. I'm your host, Asherita Chuchu, and today we're kicking off praying through tricky relationships with my guests, Angie Elkins and Kendra Stanton. Their names may be familiar to you from the credits of previous episodes, and that's because Angie is our podcast editor who makes the audio sound amazing, and Kendra is our podcast producer and also my ministry assistant. So they're usually behind the scenes. You don't usually hear from them, but to kick off the season, um, I thought we would start by having a conversation where we share why it's so hard to pray for certain people in our lives, and also what I'm most excited about for this upcoming season. As you've come to expect, this season will still have a 10-minute prayer of rest each Monday morning, and we'll also continue to share amazing stories of God's faithfulness in bonus episodes each week as well. But this season is different in an important way, which I share about toward the end of our conversation today. And I'm so excited about what God will do in us and through us as we rest in his loving presence each week. So whether you're listening to this in the car, at the sink, or on the couch, warming up with a cup of coffee, settle in and let's get started. Angie, Kendra, thank you so much for joining me today. Absolutely. Thrilled to be here, Ashrita. Yeah, same here. Yeah. So listeners, Angie is uh, the editor of the show. Kendra helps me produce this Prayers of Rest podcast, and we thought we would kick off the season. Uh, We are praying for tricky relationships. I feel like I stumble over that every time I say it, Um, (laughs) but it's tricky. And and the reason Mm -hmm. that we thought we would focus the next few months on relationships. Um, That's what we're going to jump into. Why this theme, Mm -hmm. uh, why it's important, and what we hope that you as a listener and us as a community, how we hope to grow and change when it comes to praying for relationships in our lives. So, uh, Mm -hmm. so grateful that you're here. And as we jump in, um, I'm going to put each of you on the spot. But oh no. <laughs> <laughs> let me ask you, when I say praying for tricky relationships, like what relationship first comes to mind? Um, for me, I would say probably um friendships. Um, I tend to be the friend in my friend group who everybody comes to for advice or comes to to share. Um, what's going on in their life with. And so sometimes I'm given pretty difficult situations um, just that come up in my friends' lives and I don't always know how to respond. And so sometimes praying for them can be difficult, especially if it's a situation where they're really not aware of their own part in the drama or whatever is going on. So I would say that's something that definitely comes to mind. It's like, how do I even respond to this person and how do I pray for them in a way that is beneficial? I would say friendships as well. Um, I think that most of us have probably found ourselves in a situation in the last few years where we realize our friends don't believe uh, some of the things that we believe. You know, mm-hmm. maybe we're on the different, we're on a different spectrum politically or even um, 
in our faith beliefs. Maybe we agree on the essentials, but we might differ on some of the non-essentials, but people can get really heated about those non-essentials, yeah. right? Yeah. I think discovering that our friends are on a different page than us is has been kind of a, a shocker to many of us, but also figuring out how to maintain the friendship while we still disagree about important things, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I would say that is the first thing that comes to my mind right now. Yeah. And I'd agree. Like I feel these last few years especially have just caused Mm -hmm. me to say, um, like I need to remind myself that we have more in common than what uh, (laughs) makes us different. Um, Yep. But yeah, those those friendships can be a challenge. And um, I think this theme first came up last year when I was writing the manuscript for Prayers of Rest, uh, Daily mm. Prompts to Slow Down and Hear God's Voice. And I had posted on Instagram a question, um, like, what, what are the themes or topics that mm. you most struggle to find the words to pray for those particular things? Um and it was a wide range of topics and subjects. Uh, many of them actually made their way into the book. But one of the common recurring themes was relationships, all different kinds of relationships. Um, and as both of you said, like friendships, especially with people who see things differently than us, uh, was one of the top ones. And we'll definitely be um, – tackling that this season in prayer, we'll be learning how to pray for friends who see things differently than us. Um, And I hope to also have a a bonus conversation with someone who shares like how to navigate some of those differences too. But um, I posted this question again, just last week and um, specifically about relationships. What what other kinds of relationships are tricky to pray for? Uh, And Kendra, we got quite a few responses. We did, yes. So there were a variety of responses. Um, One of them was how to pray for your mother-in-law, especially if she's lost. I think that was one specific response that I thought was interesting. Um, Just praying for lost family members or a broken family. If you come from a broken family where um, your parents were divorced um, or if your family are not believers. Um, Another one is people who've misunderstood you um, or old friendships that you've had to let go of or uh, a mentor or friend who's um, putting distance between you because of life circumstances. So those were just a few of them. Yeah, we also had some readers write in um, conflict with a spouse uh, when you don't Mm -hmm. see things eye to eye, um, hurt in church relationships. And we've been seeing a lot of this in the news lately Mm -hmm. Um, and just uh, a degrading of trust (laughs) in church leaders and in other people in the church. Um, Also, a lot of requests coming in for illness, whether cancer or chronic illness or a terminal illness and not specifically, I don't know if you guys have struggled with this or um, maybe it's just me, but in that situation, like, do I pray for healing or do I just pray for God's will to be done? Like, is that a cop Mm -hmm. out? Should I have more faith? (laughs) How do we pray um, in some of these difficult situations? Um, 
and also sometimes in toxic relationships, like where you're wondering, you know, what is the wise thing to do? Do I put distance between me and this person? Or am I called to love in a sacrificial way? That means I put up with things like, God, would you just tell me (laughs) what am I (laughs) supposed to do? Um, And I think sometimes, at, at least in my own life, I feel like I get so overwhelmed even just trying to discern what to pray that I just give mm-hmm. up and I don't. <laughs> yeah. Does that ever happen to you? Yes, definitely. I feel like I'm very guilty of saying, oh, I'm praying for you. And then I go to pray for them and I don't know what to say and I end up not even praying for them. So, and that's always something I feel bad about, but yeah, definitely have dealt with that. Yeah. I think I probably tend to try to figure out the scenario, like what is going on here? Maybe process it with my husband or even another friend and, and say, do you, are you seeing what I'm seeing? And this is weird. And instead of really just praying about it and saying, God, we're different. We believe different about things. Um, we're, we're finding less and less in common. So, you know, just praying and taking that before the Lord and saying, God, how can you heal this? How can you help me find a bridge here? Um, I think I probably obsess over it a little bit more. Mm. (laughs) Think about it in my head, maybe even talk about it when I should be praying about it. I think that's such a good point, Angie, because it's not like we, we don't necessarily think about these people. Like it can Mm -hmm. be tempting to worry about it or like Mm -hmm. run over what if scenarios in our minds, Mm -hmm. which is not exactly the same thing as praying. (laughs) (laughs) It's not at all. Not at all the same thing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So why, why do you think it's so difficult for us to actually pray? Like worry is second nature, I think, to Mm. most of us. Um, What do you think causes that challenge to turning to prayer? I think for me, I'm often offended. You know, I think I'm often offended and I I maybe don't want the best for the relationship. I'd rather just be upset. <laughs> and so prayer is just the the exact opposite of that, right? It's an it's a humbling of of my own feelings about the person to say you know what, God, I really want to see them through your eyes instead of the eyes I'm using right now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I think that that requires a certain level of maturity and humility. And I just don't always have it. Yeah. I think that's such a good point, Angie. And it makes me um, think of we're about halfway through recording our prayers and Mm -hmm. um, interviews, conversations as of this recording. Um, Mm -hmm. And I just had a conversation with Susie, a friend of mine that will – we'll hear later on in the season. And we're talking about with her, how do you – pray for someone who doesn't share the same values as you and someone who might Mm -hmm. actually have offended you. And in Susie's case, like this person had done something offensive toward her child, which I think just brings Mm -hmm. a whole nother level. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's another level. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) for sure. Mama bear protection. And absolutely, um, you know, I I, I want to protect my child. And yet what does it mean to show the love of God and, and, pray for this person instead. And Mm -hmm. um, that was just such a fascinating conversation, hearing Mm -hmm. how Susie processed that and what role prayer played in her life. So I'm I'm really excited for that interview to come. Me too. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Can't wait to hear it. (laughs) 
I'm I'm also thinking in my own life, like so. There's like two angles to praying for tricky relationships. The one is where there's like a there's personal stakes. Like it's difficult to pray because of my own emotional baggage. And I feel like we'll be pointing back to the previous season quite a lot Mm -hmm. um, because as we pray for others, if there's hard emotions that are involved like offense or anger or anxiety or annoyance, um, we need to process those in prayer. Mm -hmm. I think before we're in a place where we can actually intercede and pray for others, Mm -hmm. what do you think? I love that. Um, Kendra, I know you probably have something to say about this too, but it, just as you were talking about that, Ashrita, I, I remembered that I heard someone say once that they got some Christmas cards in the mail and usually she loved to sit and look at the Christmas cards. Like she would set aside time with her tea where she could sit and look through Christmas cards. And she said, for whatever reason, this particular year, it got pushed off and pushed off. And I, I finally got my chance to sit down and look through all the Christmas cards. And she said, I don't know what it was, but I just felt like I needed to sit and look at the card and let whatever emotion bubbled up just to come up. Mm -hmm. If it was some offense I had toward that person or in some way I was bothered, or even if it was nonsense, you know, just to kind of let it rise to the surface and bring it before the Lord. And I had never even thought about that. Like I, in my relationships, I always, you know, I'm always thinking we're just, we're fine. We're just skimming along. We're Mm -hmm. fine. Right. We're we're fine. And it's, it's like something has to happen in order for us to go, wait a minute, let me examine this. Mm -hmm. And sometimes things do happen, right? It can be very dramatic at times, but I also think that there are maybe underlying deep under the surface, there are things that need to bubble up and we need to bring them before the Lord mm-hmm. and air them out with him mm-hmm. before we can genuinely begin to pray in a healthy way for the person who maybe has offended us or even deeply hurt us at times. Mm-hmm. Right. So I don't know. Those were just my first thoughts, but I want to hear what you have to say, Kendra. <laughs> well, um, just thinking about how, kind of these hard emotions relate to tricky relationships. I know for me personally, I usually don't recognize that there's a problem with a relationship until I've experienced hard emotions. So Mm -hmm. like for me, these emotions well up inside me and that's kind of a signal to me that something is not quite right. I may not know exactly what it is about the person or the relationship that they're related to, but that kind of gives me room to stop and ponder like, okay, what is, where is this coming from? Um, And if I'm able to bring that to the Lord, then I'm already able to process those emotions in a healthy way. And that way I know how to respond to the tricky relationship that I'm experiencing. So I definitely think that's kind of the order that it happens for me. Yeah. I, I think they go hand in hand and I am right now in my personal reading of scripture, I'm going through a study on idolatry um, and all the ways that we run to other things in order to not deal with uh, pain or hurt or discomfort. Mm -hmm. Um, And those very situations in life that are meant to drive us to God um, so that Mm -hmm. we might grow closer to him and grow to be more like Jesus. When we avoid dealing with that, 
uh, we run to something else, that thing becomes an idol. It, it gains a stronghold over us where we're mastered by it, whether it's food or social media or alcohol or um, being productive at work or um, needing to maintain a certain physical appearance. Like it, it starts controlling us. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and a lot of times that, that stifles the life <laughs> out of us. Um, and, and we go through this cycle of hard things happen we avoid dealing with it. We run to something else. That something else then masters us, which creates more hard situations in our life. Um, mm-hmm. And and God desires to set us free from that, which is why he has so much to say in the Bible about idolatry. Uh, mm-hmm. But that just came up at, as you were sharing, Kendra, because I think it's easy for me. I mean, this is no secret. I've written a book about it. Like, it's easy for me to run to food, right? So, like, if there is a misunderstanding with my husband or if something hard happens with my kids or um, last summer we went through a season of hardship with our local church and and that's something that we'll be sharing this season. I got to have a conversation with my local pastor to talk about church hurt and when people in the church hurt you and when there's toxic leadership and spiritual abuse like these are hard things that we we face mm-hmm. but for me the temptation is to take it to the pantry or take it to the fridge <laughs> like that is my first response um and and it's a an awareness of i can i can do that or i can pause and take it to god in prayer um and and that whatever that idol, that thing is that I can take these trick relationships or these hard emotions to, like it might provide some temporary relief, like scrolling through Instagram might, you know, distract me for a few minutes, but it doesn't actually resolve the issue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's bringing it to God in prayer uh, that might feel uncomfortable at first to sit with this hard relationship, to sit with this hard emotion, but actually praying through it is what brings rest. It's what brings resolution. Um, yeah, that that praying through idolatry might be a whole nother season for another time, though. <laughs> Asherita, that makes me think about um, when I was growing up, my tendency wasn't to run to food, but to run to my mom or run to my best friend to kind of vent about all of my emotions and vent about um, whatever relationship I was experiencing that was just not going the way I had planned. Um, And one thing that has really impacted me that my mom would do every time I came to her is before I was allowed to talk to her, she would always say, have you talked to God about it yet? Because if you haven't talked to the Lord about it yet, you're not allowed to talk to me about it. Um, And so that was just a pattern in my life that I would run to the relationships and the people that I valued and respected to kind of get things off of my chest when I should have been going to the Lord first. So that's so good. What a great mom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Such wisdom there. Uh, which Absolutely. is why I love that we're having this conversation too. Is um, you mm-hmm. can't see our faces, but this is multi generational right here. We have a whole <laughs> range of ages, um, and and there's wisdom to be had when we sit around and we share what God has been teaching us. Um, even in Kendra's case, through her mom. But I think that brings up such a good point because we're in a time 
where it's so much easier to talk to someone else about it or even to post to social media about it. And, mm-hmm. and no, definitely not so subtle digs <laughs> to yeah. relationships um, or, you know, these prayer requests that get shared that's really mm-hmm. just thinly veiled gossip um, yeah. that does more harm than good. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, when you were talking about uh, church hurt and being deeply hurt, I've had a situation like that as well, um, where I was in a situation where I just kept being hurt over and over by the same person. And I kept pursuing a right relationship with that person as much as I, I potentially could. And it was always met with rejection, you know? always met with rejection, which was just hurtful over and over. It was like this person had some kind of power over me. Mm-hmm. And finally, I mean, really miraculously, God just intervened and ended that whole situation. And I still kept going back to it. Like, is there something I could do? Is there, you know, and finally, and y'all, this is, this is really what happened. I was at a Hillsong concert <laughs> and I was sitting, you know, in my chair or standing or whatever, and the confetti started falling from the ceiling. And on each, on each piece of each square, they're probably about two inches by two inches. There were Bible verses and the one that fell and landed right on my chair, I turned around and picked it up and it said, I am set free. Mm. And I realized at that moment, God had done a miraculous work in ending the situation for me. And I needed to just accept that Mm -hmm. and be okay with this relationship will never be healthy. It it will never be what it should be. Mm -hmm. And you are okay to be free of it. You know, let God handle it from here. Not to say it's okay and shouldn't be made right, but I had basically done what I could. Mm -hmm. And so just accepting that freedom from God allowed me to realize, as you mentioned earlier, Ashrita, there are toxic relationships, you know, and I think oftentimes we are pursuing and we are trying, but, but at some point, you know, God will intervene or hopefully, or we have to just realize, you know, this is not a God honoring relationship or friendship and I just need to be free of it. Um, so, Gary Thomas has a great book called when to walk away. Mm -hmm. If you guys aren't familiar Mm -hmm. with it, where he talks about walking out of toxic relationships. Um, And I know we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk (laughs) about praying for them, (laughs) but I did want to mention that there are times where we have to do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad you bring that up because that's actually part of what's different with prayers of rest is that it builds in that S that seeking his stillness time where it's not just us talking to God about the relationship, but it's us taking time to listen to God's voice and say, is there anything you want to show me about this relationship? And sometimes Mm -hmm. what I found in my personal life is uh, it's a sin I need to confess. It's maybe a wrong that I need to make right. Uh, Maybe it's a phone call or some way of showing love to that person. But you're right. When we build in time to seek his stillness and to ask God, is there anything you want to show me? There may come a time where the answer is, it's time to walk away. It's time to 
allow mm-hmm. that person, and we see this in the New Testament with church discipline, it's a, it's time to allow that person to be in God's hands and allow God to, to do his work with them. Um, and he does that out of love in a way that is difficult for us <laughs> to love that person. But that can't happen if we are distracting ourselves or numbing ourselves or just avoiding the relationship. It only happens when we are bringing it in prayer and resting in God's presence. So there's one more aspect to tricky relationships that I want us to address in our the few minutes we have together, and that's where there is no interpersonal conflict. Like it's not that there are hard emotions involved with these relationships. It might just be a person in your life, Kendra, you alluded to this, who um, they ask you to pray for them and you just don't know mm-hmm. what to pray. Like how mm-hmm. do I pray for this person um, when I've not been in their shoes I don't know what it's like to walk through cancer. I don't know what it's like to be a 35-year-old single person um, who gets judged all the time and gets excluded from like social activities because they're not married. Like I don't know what Mm -hmm. it's like to be in these particular stages or seasons of life and yet they're asking me to pray for them and I want to pray for them. I just don't know what to say. Um, So I wonder, have either of you been in those types of scenarios? I would definitely think that I have, Um, especially, I mean, I'm in college right now. And one thing that's really difficult is friends coming to me about relationships that they're in, like boyfriend, girlfriend relationships. And when you, especially when you can see from the outside, if it's not a healthy relationship, And the friend really wants you to pray for them to like for the relationship to work out or for their boyfriend to um, get serious about his faith or something like that. Um, That's always been very difficult. And I know for me, my usual response is for is to pray for the Lord's will to be done, but also for my friend to have wisdom and for people outside of the relationship that they trust to kind of reveal to them what's going on and that they would just have wisdom um, and how they deal with that. And then, um, yes, if God wants to bring transformation to that relationship and it become healthy, that's great. But um, sometimes it's even like, Lord, if it's better for them to be broken up, then please break them up, <laughs> you know? So, But don't tell um, your friend. Yeah, but don't, <laughs> I don't tell my friends I'm praying that, but I've definitely had to do that before. So, yeah. Kendra, I think praying for wisdom is the answer to that. What you just said, Ashrita, mm-hmm. as you were saying that, I just thought that is the remedy right there because mm-hmm. we don't know, you know, yeah. we really don't know all the ins and outs of what they need. But um, I heard a friend recently say that, that when people ask her how they can pray for her, she just says, I, just pray for me to have wisdom in my decisions. But I've started praying in that way too as well for you know, or responding in that way as well when people ask me how they can pray for me because oftentimes I don't have something super specific or, or it might be too personal to just share with mm-hmm. anyone, right? Yeah. So I, that is a great response. But I often think of it from my kids who I have two in college. So that tells everybody kind of the generational span <laughs> here, span here. But um, yeah, I have two in college and I text my oldest who's in Virginia um, often and just say, Hey, I'm praying wisdom for you today. And I know that that is going to hit him like, 
oh my gosh, does mom know what's going on in my life? Like what is, mom must know I need it today. But guys, we always need it. Like literally we we always need it. I mean, if someone were to text me and say, I'm praying wisdom for you today, I would think, are you reading my mail? (laughs) Because I just always need it. I mean, Am I right? Absolutely. I mean, y'all know. Yes, and, definitely. And I think one of the encouraging things with praying for wisdom specifically is God's promise that uh, anyone who asks for wisdom, as long as they ask in faith, God will give generously without holding back. Um, and so that's mm-hmm. been one of my go-to prayers uh, or prayer requests as well. But what I've also found helpful is um, reading biographies and listening to people's stories who have gone mm-hmm. through certain situations in life. And that's what I love about this season of Prayers of Rest, praying through tricky relationships, is that um, we get to hear stories from people who are in different seasons. Um, and so for the friend who is going through cancer and you're not sure how to pray for them, we're going to hear from someone who experienced that and who can share what it's like to be in that place. Um, For those who maybe are going through a difficult season in their marriage, um, maybe you haven't experienced that, but we're going to hear from someone who has and, and what they were praying for and what it was like to walk through that and what they encourage other people to pray for in those scenarios. And so I love that in this season, we get to borrow the wisdom of other believers um, who share going through that REST acronym, that they'll share stories of what they learned about God in Mm -hmm. in these difficult situations. They'll share what God revealed to them about their own needs um, and maybe sins that were lurking under the surface or maybe needs that they weren't at first aware of, but that season in life or that situation, that relationship kind of surfaced and they got to experience God's provision in that place, um, as well as how they preach the good news to themselves, that they can trust God's faithfulness in those relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if if I'm lacking wisdom, I will pray for it, and I will also try to borrow it from someone else, and that <laughs> often comes in listening to stories. I think that's a great approach, yeah. Yeah, so that's that's probably the other thing that I'm really looking forward to this season is that previous seasons of Prayers of Rest were focused on um, our own personal relationship with God, whether it's praying through hard emotions or praying the fruit of the Spirit, um, learning mm-hmm. to worship as we prayed through the names of Jesus and the love of Jesus all in previous seasons. And this is the first season where we're trying to, yes, pray through those hard, tricky relationships in our life, but also kind of turn a corner and begin interceding for other people. And so mm-hmm. we've learned how to rest in prayer in our own life. And now we we get to bring other people before the Lord as well. And so mm-hmm. I would venture to guess that there will be weeks, um, topics, relationships this season that maybe don't pertain to listeners individually. And my encouragement for each of these is um, if you're if you're seeing the title of an episode and you're like, well, that's not me, um, pause and ask God, who in my life is in this right now, that Mm -hmm. I can take time today to pray for them. Um, Because, oh man, the prayer of righteous people is powerful and effective. 
And so Mm -hmm. these next few months, we have the opportunity not just to rest in God's presence ourselves, but to bring other people before God um, and and ask for his power and his rest and his joy and his peace and his blessing over their lives. Um, And and that's powerful, y'all. Well, I, guys, I, I'm so excited to jump into this season. <laughs> and um, as uh, we were too. praying before I started recording, um, I just have this faith that God will do incredible things this season through the prayers of his saints, that as we bring these tricky relationships to him, that he will change our hearts and the Mm -hmm. ways that we see these people in our lives, but also that he will move in their lives as well in response to our prayer. And I'm so Mm -hmm. excited to hear stories of how he's moving and what he's doing um, because he's faithful like that. And I'm so looking forward to that. So Angie and Kendra, thank you for joining me today. And um, Angie, would you pray for us as we wrap up? Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, I'd be happy to. Dear Lord Jesus, we come before you and thank you so much for this opportunity just to get together and talk about what you have taught us in our relationships. But God, I'm excited, just as Asherita mentioned, about the opportunity for growth in my relationships as we move through this series on praying through these tricky relationships. God, I just, I'm just going to open my hands to you right now and just say, Whatever you have for me, whatever you want to teach me, God, just make me ready to receive it Um, because I want to grow. I want to grow deeper in my relationship with you, stronger in my friendships with the people that you've put in my life. And uh, God, I want to be an example to others who are trying to do the same thing. So I just thank you for that opportunity. And I thank you for um, this podcast, just that something that we can listen to as we go on our way that will enrich our lives and bring us closer to you. And as we are listening, God, I pray that you would bring specific people to our minds, maybe relationships that need to be mended or need to be tended or cared for or just exposed in a way that will bring us closer to you. Help us to hold tight to the things we need to keep and to let go of the things we need to let go and just bless and love people as these things happen. And we do all this and we say it all for you and your namesake. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 I hope you are as excited as I am to start praying through some of these tricky relationships as we invite God to do his work in our hearts, uh, but also to do his work in the lives of people around us. This is the first time that a season of prayers of rest is focused not just on our own time with the Lord and our own time of worship and and resting in his presence, but also coming on behalf of others as we intercede for them in prayer. So our very first prayer of the season drops next Monday, which means you still have time to invite your friends to join you and start a prayer group together. We've had dozens of prayer groups around the world form for every single season of Prayers of Rest, and it just 
really helps take this time of prayer from an individual habit that you do by yourself to something that you do with friends and with a community. And it strengthens that habit of prayer, but it also helps draw those relationships closer and and make those friendships stronger. So if you haven't already, I I encourage you to invite two or three friends to join you in praying through tricky relationships this season. Also, there is still time for you to pre-order my book, Prayers of Rest, Daily Prompts to Slow Down and Hear God's Voice uh, at a discount. Our friends at Moody Publishers are offering 40% off when you pre-order at moodypublishers.com. Just be sure to use the coupon code Prayers of Rest 40 to get that 40% off as our thank you for pre-ordering the book and being a listener of the podcast. And remember, you can also get the free audiobook, Pray Through the Bible, as our thank you for supporting this book. Thank you for listening, and thank you for joining us on this new season of Prayers of Rest together. The Prayers of Rest podcast is a production of One Thing Alone Ministries, helping you enjoy Jesus through creative spiritual habits. As always, I am so thankful for our Patreon prayer partners because it's their monthly financial support that actually pays the bills and makes this podcast happen. So thank you so much for being a part of that. If you want to support this podcast and help bring it to listeners around the world, you can go to prayersofrest.com backslash Patreon to become a prayer partner. Also, thanks to Angie Elkins for joining us this week and also for her editing assistance and also Kendra Stanton uh, for being our guest today and helping produce this show. And again, thank you for being here. Uh, It's the fact that you show up week after week, that you're listening, you're praying, you're sharing, uh, that keeps us going. So thank you for being a part of the Prayers of Rest community. Until we meet again, may you find rest in God's loving presence.